Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oscar Mavis, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Velas. <laughs> Izzy Asif joins me in Sheffield. Mate, thanks for giving me some of your time. Um, I know, of course, we had the event yesterday. Um, the morning after, and uh, yeah, how's things? Yeah, I'm good, mate, yeah. Not bad for a Sunday morning. Good, had a good event yesterday, uh, good turnout. Yeah, ready to go for the year. Yeah, we'll talk about what next year, uh, sorry, what this year now holds for GBM in 2023, but we have to talk about last year. Considering it was your first year with GBM, did you kind of get a chance over Christmas to just relax, sit there, and think about how well this, or how well 2022 actually went for you guys? Yeah, you know, over the festive period, really time to reflect on the year. I always do, actually, you know, when it comes to like the Christmas period, it's time to sit back, reflect the year, you know, and, and reevaluate stuff. When I look back at it, it's madness because uh, this time last year, so start of the 20, end of 2021, come to start of 2022, you know, nobody had ever heard of us. We've not been out there, we've not been put any shows on. And, and, and a year later, you know, I won't say everybody knows about it, but, you know, uh, well, I'd like to say we put a stamp on definitely small old boxing in the country. So, yeah, we're more than happy with what we achieved and uh, grateful, really, and just enjoying the journey. The year's been brilliant for us and just looking for a stronger 2023. Are you one of them people who could kind of switch off boxing when you get a break? Because obviously when you're in that circle, it's kind of its own little bubble boxing. Isn't it? And when you do get maybe a week or so at Christmas, can you switch off or are you still thinking about fights, money, weights? You know this boxing game, yeah, Oscar? I'll tell you something. It doesn't stop. Honestly, you only know this if you're really in the game. And, you know, people say you're not working. You're mentally working all the time. Even if I'm, like, switched off. And this is an issue we have. Obviously, we've got families. We've got other things. Friends around us, we want to give quality time. to. sometimes the boxing business is so addictive and it's so kind of... Uh, how can I put this? It's so part of you. You're always... It's always half on your mind. I try my best to switch off. And, obviously, things like... You're doing your life with, with your family and you, you go to your gym and it's a good time to switch off. But a lot of the time, the boxing's always on my mind. Even if I'm trying to do something else, it's about our next show, our next fighter I can sign. You know, can, can we make this match? It's just constantly on your mind. But I did have a bit of a switch off end of December, which was nice. But yes, yeah, it, it is mentally, more than physically, this business mentally as a promoter, it's constantly on you. And then 
And then you get people trying to slag you off and you think, wow, you're constantly working for these fighters and then they get an excuse to, or trying to find an excuse to have a dig. But listen, I've had a, I've had a positive kind of uh, feedback from a lot of the people, a lot of the boxing world have supported me, a lot of the other promoters and managers have given me like, really, really real compliments and like confidence and also give me like a bit of advice, which I really appreciate. So I'm constantly in touch with other promoters, other managers uh, up and down the country. And that's what kind of get me going, kept me going, kept me going, because it, it, it's, it's it's, it could be a really tough business, this game, but uh, the support around me, the positivity around me, and the great team around me really kept us going through 2022. I think your first show was mid-March, March 11th, March 12th, or something like that. Um, so, I mean, technically, it hasn't even been a year since uh, your first show. The production level, like you said, has been bang on with all your shows. There's been good fights. The levels of fights are increasing. But when you kind of look from show to show, can you see, perhaps when you step back from the outside, can you see the improvements as you're going along? Yeah, see, even after the first show, everybody was like, oh, that's perfect. But I'm going to be honest with you, Oscar, us as a team, we pulled it apart and said, right, that weren't good enough. And people, you look back at that first show then and kind of think, actually, that's a bit, that, that ain't us, we're better than that. Without a shadow of doubt, there's not a single show we've done this year that we've not thought we can improve. But on, on, the, on the outer of it, on the, on the front of it, it looks all, you know, spotless and absolutely no 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 faults faultless whatsoever but we look at it as a team and think that oh, we can improve this we can do better here we can improve in that department and, and that's the kind of mentality we carry we, we never kind of get carried away or satisfied or settle uh, yeah we don't kick ourselves about it but we're always looking to improve the first show were, were absolutely mad oscar because it was all surreal really because i've never put a show on never looked any sort of events management or anything and all of a sudden we're doing a boxing show with 1,500 people and then media all over the country turning out. A freaking, a really, real surreal feeling. Uh, kind of, somehow I still look back and think, wow, we actually, we actually pulled that off. And in terms of the fighters that you've signed and the fighters you're working with, I spoke to a lot, well, I spoke to most of them yesterday, pretty much, and they're all kind of saying that the reason they like working with you is because they can see their trajectory is going to be going from here up towards titles and as a platform, GBM's going from here upwards. So I suppose you kind of see it the same. The fighters are growing with the show. Yeah. So if you give it two years time, you've got fighters at that level, the shows will be bigger. So it kind of works hand in hand, the, the fighters in the show. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of our fighters that we signed at the moment are at novice stages. But so are we who are a novice promotional company. So it kind of does work. And, and you, know, you know, hopefully 18 months to two years, these guys will be like, you know, in a 15, 15 fight bracket and and we'll be ready, we'll be, we'll be more than equipped because what we learned in one year, Oscar, if we learn that kind of one in 2023, that kind of level of learning, you know, in 2024, 2025, we could, we could be well up there ready to put big shows on. And that's all we're looking to do, developing and learning all the time because you never know enough in this game and, and you're just learning and learning and learning. That's all we keep doing. And, but it's been a fun year. It's been a real fun year, you know. I've got a funny story, like, obviously I was a boxing fan. So, I'm, Oscar, I've just been a boxing fan. That's what I've been. And then I remember IFL TV at Omar, I think he was interviewing me first. And I think, can I be watching him? I've been watching him interview other fighters on YouTube, always checking him. And all of a sudden, it, 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 that, all that kind of feeling was a bit irreal. Because coming from a fan, so in, in, in December, I was a fan. January, we a fan. All of a sudden, in March, they interviewed me. And I'm thinking, wow, this is real. It's just really actually it's a bit of a bizarre kind of situation, a bit surreal situation, but nice at the same time. And yeah, we just took it, took it in our grasp. Uh, and I think I think one of the keys, key things I've learned is having a good team around you. Having a team that's going to be true to you and be honest to you, not just be yes, yes, yes. Because there's people in my team. If I do something they're like that, no, 
we don't want this. And, and just because I'm the promoter and the lead kind of man in the in, in the organisation, we, we take everybody's opinion into consideration and that that's what makes us strong because we've got a strong team. People always like, see me on these interviews, but we've got a team of 16, 17 people at GBM Sports. You know, for a small old promotion outfit, that's a massive team. And, and I take everybody's opinion and skill uh, in great, great kind of... Uh, Instead, and, and that's what we keep doing and working and developing as a team. So we're just looking looking to build it and build it, Oscar, and see where we go. Yeah. Well, you mentioned your first IFL interview. You've become an IFL regular. It's like number 10. Yeah. So, so you know how it is now. Um, right, so looking forward to 2023. I know, obviously, you guys will have to plan in advance. You've got February coming up, massive show with a big fight at the top of the bill. But in terms of the whole year, I know you would kind of have dates in your head and perhaps plan a number of shows. But can you plan too far ahead? Because... The shows you've had so far have been quality, and you want quality over quantity. You could churn out 14 shows next year, but I know you'd probably rather seven or eight top quality shows. So do you kind of set a number of shows, or is it just, look, let's do the first quarter of the year and then just roll with the rest? I've, I've kind of penciled in dates for the whole of 2023, but the thing is, you bang on right, we said we can go do 10 shows, not put a quality into the show, not put an effort and energy and finance into the show. You know, we've got a tough year ahead. You know, I'm, I'm under no illusion. A tough financial year, not just for me, for everybody, because things are tight at the minute in the country and all over the world. So we've got to take that into consideration. How many shows we put? You know, people buying tickets. Is it going to be? Is it going to be feasible when they're struggling for a pair of gas electric? So we've got to take everything into consideration. But we've got to set dates. But I've always said quality over quantity, and quality not just for the production and, and a whole setup, but also the card. You know, this year is going to be different to us, where we're going to really try putting quality cards on hopefully I like to have a title fight on every single show uh, that's what I like to have and I pack the undercards with talented young fighters uh, that's what we want that's what we plan but listen who knows I might end up doing 10 shows I might get a contract out in the Middle East to do a few shows just in this game the good thing about this boxing game you're just a phone call away from another big deal you know and, and that's the beauty about it there's, there's already fighters I'm talking to now that have quite high profile you know they could be on our books halfway through this year who knows you know I'm just we'll just keep going and just enjoying the ride I keep saying it enjoying the ride because I, I do actually genuinely enjoy it I enjoy the whole kind of everything comes around the boxing game yeah there's a bit of downside sometimes when when, when, when there's fallouts or whatever the disputes but I try like overlooking that and just enjoying the positive side of it because if you didn't enjoy this it's a tough business to be in so I generally enjoy it I generally work, like working and I, I've got a policy I work with the people I like that's not to say I won't work with the people I don't like, but it's easier working with people that you actually got a bit of a rapport with and you get on with and you, you got a bit of trust with. and It just makes a job a lot. It makes a hard job easier. So we're just going to keep enjoying the ride, enjoying the ride of it, developing. And, and, and yeah, quality. We want quality shows. And uh, a lot of people saying, oh, you put great shows on, but what, the cards are a little bit weak. I think that's going to turn this year. They're going to also say, oh, GBM Sports. You know what? They put a good show on, but mind you, they've got starting to get good cards. And, Fighters that have got a bit of recognition in the boxing boxing industry, and and that's what we're really aiming for. Yeah. Well, it starts with that show of February. Reese Mole and Hamid Gaz, two belts on the line as well. Um, when you say quality over quantity, you couldn't have started much better. Um, bit of a local sort of rivalry as well. I know there'll probably be a bit more spice come final. Like they didn't really give too much yesterday when they come face to face at that event. But um, yeah, what a way to kick off the year. Really, really good fight. Yeah. Listen, Reese Mole and Hamid Gaz were made in October with Steve Wood. A Doncaster and I phoned Steve and I said Steve that's a cracking fight that got pulled one conversation led to another we've got it on 
Listen, Reece Small versus Hamid Gazza, Rio, 50-50, Battle of Yorkshire, Doncaster versus Bradford. It's got everything. It's got everything. They've got ticket sellers. They're both ticket sellers. They both fancy it. They're the right age. There's only one loss between them in 34 fights. They've only lost one. And he lost to Lee Wood, who's a world-class operator. You know, there's no, there's no no shame to losing to a top top fighter like Lee Wood. Uh, so yeah, it's got all the making, and they've, they've got a good camp. Uh, they've got a good team behind them, a coaching team, and, and they, they all both genuinely, genuinely fancy it. And and I seen a bit of sparkle. Yeah, it wasn't really like they didn't kick off, and there wasn't that aggression there. But I think come closer when they're trying to make that look way, and it gets to a couple of days before, a week or so before. I think you'll see a bit of spite in them. And yeah, I'm, I'm expecting fireworks. Yeah. Mate, really can't wait. It's going to be a really good night at the, uh, the Magna Centre. Um, one thing I do have to ask, obviously, as a London boy, um, I know we spoke about this when we was at dinner last night. When you come into London, feel like a London show is needed? Yeah, and, and listen, London is definitely needed because, you know, sometimes people in London think Sheffield's another country. But, uh, you know, we may as well be sat in middle it felt like it driving yeah. here yesterday maybe we sat in middle of somewhere middle of africa somewhere you guys don't leave london do you but now on a serious note well, i want to do something there we spoke about your call and the iconic history iconic like value sorry what was that sorry is it like a bucket list i suppose it's for, for a promoter to promote something like your come on your call and the iconic and the history's got an iconic value it has there unbelievable place every time i've been there it kind of gives you that goosebumps knowing the history of place like your call and Bethany Green and, and the top fighters have been there and all the top promoters have started there have been there. That is definitely, if I ever go, well, we are going to go to London, not if, it's a matter of when, but Oscar, we've got to do it tactically. Everything's got to be right. I've got to have the right card. I've got to have the right fighters to go there. So, you know, everything's, that we can't, we can't go too fast. It's got to be at our pace. We've got to be, I always say, we've got to be in control. You know, we've got to make sure we're comfortable wherever we go, but your call, London, I promise you, Oscar, shake your hand on it. We will, all being well, we will do a show. GBM Sports will be at your call. Bethany Green at some point. Shame, man. Appreciate that. Um, right, just kind of on the wider scale of boxing before we wrap this up, a couple of things. I just kind of want to know if you think boxing left 2022 in a better place than it was. Um, obviously, there was a lot of controversy outside the ring and inside the ring as well, I suppose, but we also had some massive nights. So, and I'll say from a British boxing standpoint, do you think we left 2022 in a better or worse place? Mm, that's a good question. Obviously, the controversy with Ben just uh, dragged on, for my liking, dragged on too much. And everybody were commenting about it. You know, we made it, I can't say worse, because obviously it's a serious offence if he's done it and he's found guilty. It's a serious, serious offence and something that should be taken with, you know, dealt with in severity. But that was a real negative side to it. We had a couple of judging, uh, the Cattrall and Taylor one, that caused a bit of, a, a, a bit of stir and, and, and probably caught a bit of negativity. Overall, you know, we've got obviously we've got Joshua fighting out there. That would have that would a positive fight to take on Usyk. I'd say I'd say we had a good good 2022, but I think we need a better 2023 because we still have a bit of negativity. And I've just been quite blunt with you, even though I'm in the boxing game. I'm gonna, you know, we had a couple of things that really stood out with the, with, the, with the referee and judging and and then the controversy with the Eubank Ben fight. Uh, but but on the positive side of it. I think everybody wants to kind of uh, start fresh again in, in a sense and let's, let's get the positivity around with boxing because it's needed because there's a lot of competition with you know your UFC and other sports going on and, and obviously we want to be the lead sport in the world, we want to be the lead combat sport in the world, which I believe we are, but yeah, these kind of things need to be kind of ironed out and, and put and, 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 the, and the testing, the, the, the 
testing system needs to be better better in place. Maybe the boxing British Boxing Board of Control need to put certain certain rules in place that you know don't give any discrepancy whatsoever to, to the testing side of it. Uh, other than that, and the judging, I think the judging needs to improve all the time. We need to always overlook it. Like you know, I know people spoke about like a VR VAR system or something like that to overlook the judging, but I just think. Just keep improving and improving, but you know they are humans at the day, and long as they're doing everything with honesty, you've got to accept their kind of rules and the points. And I've been to shows, uh, Oscar, talking about judging. I've been to shows, and I've sat on one side, and a friend of mine who knows boxing extremely well on another side, and we've gone for a completely different person. So, like sometimes angles make a big difference, but yeah, I don't think we had an absolute great 2022 with with a couple of things I mentioned, British boxing. But I'm hoping they can be overcome, they can be resolved, put ironed out. And then 2023, oh, we're going to have a massive year and we're going to have some big fights, fights that fans want to see. I'm hoping we see the Fury, uh, Fury Joshua fight. I really, I reckon it could happen. I reckon it'll happen in the Middle East as well if it happens. I reckon big doors going to be chucked at it. And unless they see other fights that people want to see, local, local. We've got enough talent in this country, immense talent, to make real big, massive local fights and fill out stadiums and, and I think I think we're going to see more of that because we've had a few years and not really seen that as much like when you had your you know a few years ago you had your Fro uh, Froch and Groves and all these stadium fights were happening and, and I think them local dust, local rivalry is going to come come again and then we're going to start building up the big stadium fights and I think it's going to be a positive 2023 for British boxing and boxing in, in general. Yeah. Like really hoping for, for a massive year. Um, I said a couple of things, do we have to end on this? You mentioned that if you were to see, or if we were to see Fury Joshua, fingers crossed that it might be in the Middle East. I know you have been speaking to people in the Middle East as well. I don't know what you can and can't say, but I'll kind of just say in general, um, we know the Middle East is throwing big money at boxing. There's a reason Joshua Ruiz was there and Joshua Rusick too. Um, do you expect the Middle East to still be and continue to be and perhaps push ahead of some countries in being a massive powerhouse for not big fights, but the mega fights that, that we want? Without a shadow of doubt. And, you know, I went to the uh, Joshua Usyk fight and the atmosphere was absolutely brilliant. I was expecting a bit of a kind of quiet atmosphere because I've been to shows at Middle East before and the atmosphere not being like we have here at Wembley or you've got your Tottenham Stadium or, you know, your, your O2 or your MEN. We don't, we don't kind of have that uh, atmosphere. But this time, they're really good. They, put, they went all out with the production. And, and the money they're giving is, is ridiculous. It's, it's hard for fighters and promoters and managers to say no when they're offering that kind of dough to fight out there. I believe the Middle East is going to be the new kind of Vegas for us for boxing. All the mega fights, uh, even even from the states, will eventually be in the Middle East, and you know who knows? Maybe GBM Sports might have a small old show there because listen, nobody's done it so far. So you know we're always tapping away. I've got one or two connections there that we're working on, and constantly, uh, what what a what an achievement that we to do a show abroad and all. You know, even this year and get my fighters, you know, grassroots boxing into into because they want to develop their boxing there and all. It's not just about putting massive shows on in the Middle East. They want to develop sport in the youth. And when they see like grassroots level, they'll, they'll, they'll kind of give them motivation to say, well, we can get there. Sometimes when they see massive fights like Fury, it's, yeah, it's great motivation, but you think, right, that's the top of the ladder. But they've got to understand there's a big ladder to boxing and there's grassroots boxing, you know, where f pe people build from. Some, pe some people only that kind of see the Joshua's, your Fury's, your top, top end for U6, your top elite fighter. But, you know, there's a lot to boxing and they don't see these talented, talented fighters that are coming through. So, you know, why not? Middle East, GBM Sports 2023, Oscar Bevis coming on playing with us, IFL TV there. What do you reckon, Oscar? How does that sound? It all sounds good to me. What a perfect way to end it, Izzy. Top man, I appreciate you. Top man. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.